Hello, good morning everyone. Welcome back to Mediocre Medium. Um, I did a little poll on my Instagram stories this week about what I should talk about. Um, The two options were unconscious patterns or tarot. And I kind of uh, made up the term unconscious patterns. I wasn't really sure what to call what I wanted to talk about, but I felt like that was the easiest way to word it. Um, But that one over tarot. So I think next week we'll talk about tarot and I'll kind of go over maybe some of the major arcana cards and how you can use tarot just like in an everyday kind of way. Um, So for today, I first pulled a oracle card from my Gateway of Light activation oracle deck and I wanted to just read the the um, write-up of it to you. So the card is Arcturian Light Coats, and the message is, you can evolve into a greater state of being now. This begins with how you approach even the most mundane of tasks in your own little universe. Show up in ways that you've never shown up before. Instead of checking out of this planet, it's time to check in. Instead of feeling that life is happening to you, realize that you have a huge part to play. Recall your power. Realize that you are part of the evolution of humanity and it's time to become the leader you were born to be. It doesn't matter if you're leading yourself or a larger group. The key is to create more loving ways of doing things. Honor the ideas or thoughts that you have been having recently. So I think that this kind of uh, fits well into what I'm going to talk about today. So basically this idea of like patterns or cycles has been really prevalent in my life lately and um there's I mean people call it different things like I don't know if there's really a a a set name for it but um I've seen it called the spiral effect or like the fact that our timeline is a spiral not a circle you know so it's not going around in a circle on the same plane, it's going around and down, around and down, or around and forward, whichever you want to, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. So I don't know if anybody else notices, you know, when we are kind of taught the same lessons um, over and over again, how certain things in our life will kind of reappear and you might think that it's something you already dealt with and you've already learned the lesson so why is this coming back or um, what's interesting for me is that oftentimes things come back at the same time of year for me Um, so I'm going to use like kind of what I've been dealing with as an example here because it's been really interesting. So I, when I got back from vacation a couple weeks ago, um, I had had my car looked at while I was gone and I was informed that I needed a big part replaced basically 
<clears throat> and it was going to be expensive. <laughs> and my car is a 2014 Toyota. It has 160,000 miles on it. Like, is it really worth it to put that much money into it? Um, you know, when who knows how much life is left on it and I'm going to be I'm driving a lot for work right now and will be for the foreseeable future. So that was a big deal because obviously my work schedule just changed. I'm moving into this place where I my income is kind of up in the air at the moment um, because it's just unpredictable and so I was like, what do I do? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's scary. And the way that the car market is right now, it's cheaper to buy a new car than it is to buy a used car, really. Um, so, you know, no matter what, I'm basically, I either have to put a ton of money into my vehicle for it to last who knows how long, or, and possibly not have a trade-in or something later on, you know, because if, if I run my car to the ground, I won't have anything to trade in for another vehicle. Or buy a new vehicle. Those are kind of the two options. And cars and car buying and everything is such a huge trigger for me because I rely so heavily on my vehicle. I've always driven a lot for work. Um, when I was working just in Barrie and nowhere else, no, I didn't, but um, I pretty much always have had like a second job where I have to drive a little farther for, or, um, you know, now I'm driving, you know, like 50 miles up and 50 miles back to work, um, you know, at least four days a week. So it's really important to me. And I also just like to drive. I, I enjoy like going for drives. Like it's very, I'm kind of an old lady. <laughs> I like to just like go drive by myself and like listen to music and everything. So that's the other thing is that the radio in my car right now is broken, like just not working. It's had a lot of electrical problems and this is one of them. So I'm like, it doesn't make sense to fix this part of my car and then still not have a working radio and you know, all of that. So I was like, okay, I think the only way to do this is to buy a new vehicle. Well, it's really difficult right now because there's a shortage of chips for cars. So there are less cars being made. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I have a small SUV, so I'd like another small SUV, but those are more expensive than sedans. And Anyway, it's just been a lot, and I <laughs> I really hate making big decisions, truthfully. Like, to be brutally honest, I really hate it. And so, I ended up going to a dealership this week, spent three hours there, got nothing done. They were trying to talk me into a used vehicle that was going to cost more than a new one. And then eventually figuring out that the only vehicle I really could afford from them was a step below what I wanted. So the sedan version of this SUV I'm looking at. And I left there and initially I was like, well, this is my only option. Like, this is all I can afford. And then I started to think about it and I was like, 
but it's not what I want. It's not at all what I want. Like, I'm going to be in this vehicle for, you know, at least seven years probably. This is not what I want at all. It wasn't the color I wanted. It wasn't the car I wanted. It wasn't the interior I wanted. So I've never really experienced the ability to choose the car I wanted, to be honest. In the past, I've kind of just taken whatever is the cheapest, really. The cheapest, best deal, I guess I should say. So, like, my vehicle now is a brown Toyota RAV4. And that, the reason I got that vehicle was because I got a wicked deal on it. I mean, I can, even with the issues it's having, I could almost get the same price for mine now that I paid for it five years ago so you know it's it's been a great car and it's served its purpose but it's not the car i would have chosen or at least the color i would have chosen um and prior to that i had a 2005 honda civic and it was black which is what i wanted it was standard transmission which is what i wanted but it was tiny and it wasn't good in the winter because of course it was two-wheel drive and so I've never had this opportunity to actually choose a vehicle that I wanted. And so I came home after going to that dealership the other night, you know, kind of had a little, a little meltdown about it because I just felt like, what do I do? You know? And again, this whole car thing is like a huge trigger for me. And I was looking on my Facebook memories for um, that day and five years ago to the date was when I was trying to sell my Honda Civic because I was forced to sell it like I I could not drive it anymore it wasn't inspectable so I'm like okay this is so interesting that this exact thing was happening exactly five years ago today so I'm like okay I'm, I'm being taught something right like I'm being forced to learn this lesson again and in a different way, mind you, but still so interesting that it, it's happening to the date, you know, this like car, I kind of need to sell it, but what am I going to do about a new one kind of thing. And so, you know, I, I talked to a friend, I started to think about it. I slept on it and everything, and I was like, I can't go forward with this car that I don't want. I can't do it. I'm putting a lot of money into this, and essentially I'm investing in myself because I will spend a lot of time in that vehicle. And I finally decided that I deserve to have something that I want, right? And I think that that was, I think it was less about the car and more about that was the lesson I needed to learn here was that I in the past have not chosen what I wanted because I thought I just had to take what I could get and wow <laughs> what a profound lesson to learn because that can apply to any area of your life right and I think that that pattern has repeated itself in many different ways for me you know, in relationships, in friendships, in living situations, you know, and then now it's showing it to me in vehicles. And it was really powerful when I realized that 
this is probably the first time ever, you know, other than removing myself from a bad relationship or whatever, but probably the first time ever that I've had the option to go with something cheaper that I didn't want. And I chose to go with what I wanted, knowing that I could make it work somehow. And I chose me, right? And I I just don't think that that would have ever happened at any other point in my life. I wasn't ready for it. And so now I look at this like, okay, this came up because I needed to learn this. And I'm also ready for it, right? We're not given anything we're not ready for. And maybe in those moments when we've been shown lessons before, maybe we are ready for it. We just don't realize it, right? But this time, I'm so aware of these patterns and I'm so aware of the lessons that come up for me that I was like, okay, I'm going to fully trust in this moment. And I mean fully because this, this is hard for me. I still have a hard time with trusting in these like big purchase things. Um, you know, it's, I don't. I don't create this podcast from like a, hey, I'm so much more evolved than you point. No way. I mean, I still every day have to, you know, figure out how to trust over and over and over again because that's a test. It's so hard. (laughs) It's so hard to give up your control, right? But I really fully gave my trust over in this moment and I said, this car that I want, it doesn't even exist in this state right now. No dealers have it, right? But I was like, I trust that I will pass up this cheaper option and that the one that I want will be available and that I will be able to afford it and that it will work out. And, you know, that didn't happen without some tears. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was hard. But I just think that the fact that I was able to do it shows how far you can come. I mean, because me five years ago, right? This exact same thing was happening. My Honda Civic was rusted out and I had to get rid of it because it wasn't inspectable. And I think my inspection came up in June or something, you know, and I was like, not in a great place financially and I just was like okay freaking out you know because I didn't have that trust I didn't I wasn't aware of all of these things and I was in between vehicles for about a month I ended up selling my Honda and the other car I couldn't get for almost a month after and I guess it was probably more like three weeks but I was, you know, lucky enough that my parents had a spare vehicle that I could drive for the time being, and it wasn't ideal, I couldn't go far in it, but it worked for what I needed it for. And, you know, it it of course worked out, but I was a mess the whole time. I didn't have those moments of clarity that I have now. And so I think that having the ability to reflect on 
these patterns and how they appeared years ago in your life and how they're appearing now and your reaction to them is that's really the greatest lesson right is look how far i've come look how much i trust in you know god the universe whatever and also look how much i trust myself i think that that's really been an important part of this for me is that i've have i have this ability to trust myself now and i i don't think i ever had that before and i think that that is really the biggest the biggest lesson you know seeing how much you can trust yourself and how much you believe in yourself and all of that so um i just wanted to get on here today and talk about this because it's been consuming my life lately (laughs) and um i just had all these realizations through it and i thought that in a general sense they could really be beneficial to other people because these patterns can come up in any way right they can come up in maybe a relationship that kind of mirrors one you've had before and it kind of sparks something in you and you're like hmm feel like i've done this before you know like what did i learn in the last situation what am i learning now am i being tested to release this person am i being tested to trust this person you know who knows i mean um patterns and stuff like that come up for many reasons and I think that the most important thing to remember is just to not try to control it you know don't whatever situation don't squeeze it to death I'm guilty of doing that (laughs) you know I like haven't really been sleeping this week and I've been like such a ball of stress and I think finally when I was able to like decompress um, yesterday, you know, it's a weekend, I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. And, you know, part of this journey is that I've had the support of my parents and thank God for that because I wouldn't have been able to do this without them. Um, You know, they've helped me think of different options and figure things out and we're getting to the point where I think we're going to figure it out and that's great you know i know that it will get figured out and and that's where i've gotten to so if you are struggling with something right now or if you know even sometimes these things come up like in a weird way so for me the radio in my car it stopped working last year too but it only stopped working for about a month and then it just came back on And I still, to this day, don't understand how that happened. (laughs) And it was at the same time of year as this year. It was like February. And then it worked all year. And then all of a sudden, in February of this year, or late January, it stopped working again. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And it's such a pain for me because I'm driving really far right now. And to not have a radio, I mean, music is a huge part of my life. To not have a radio is really frustrating. So I really think that that was like the first catalyst of like, hey, you need to deal with this. You need to, you need to figure this out. And 
So I think it's funny that it came up again last year. Kind of like a, hey, you might need to deal with this at at some point, (laughs) you know? And so I think that that's another way that you can see um, like patterns come up in your life is even in small ways, like small inconveniences, right? Um, But I want to make it clear that like this doesn't last forever either. Even if you don't learn the lesson fully this time, it's going to get better. And I like to... What's fun to do, kind of, is during these times, look at the little things, like the little manifestations or the little things that you've asked for maybe even months ago, and see if they come into your life. So, (laughs) for me, this is really funny and, like, so unimportant, but I really prefer to drink oat milk over dairy now, and I there's this one oat milk coffee creamer. It's the same one that Starbucks uses. It's like no sweetness to it or anything. It's essentially like oat milk half and half, and um, I think it's by Oatly or something like that. So none of the stores around here have carried it for like the last six months none of them and it's been really frustrating because i'm like it's such a simple thing but like this is what i want and i don't like i don't really like sugar in my coffee in the morning like nothing like that it's hard to find like a good um dairy-free creamer that doesn't taste disgusting that doesn't have sugar in it so yesterday my mom texted me a picture of a bottle of this creamer and she goes is this the creamer you've been looking for and i was like yes finally like oh my god you found it and so she got me like a few bottles of it or a few cartons of it and it was just one of those things that i was like okay this is such a stupid thing right it's such a small thing but during these times where like things feel really tumultuous and you're being tested and you're tired and whatever these like little manifestations that you've made you know previously will like pop up and just give you this little gift and kind of like a sign to just be like it's fine like it's gonna be okay and I think especially once I made that move towards trusting it's just like a little like hey that was the right move like a build-up to what other good things are coming right and um Like, the other cool thing for me is that I've had, you know, quite a few uh, people make tattoo appointments this past week. And that's something else I've been asking for, right? So, I think it's just these little pieces um, to tell us that it's going to be fine. And and you've chosen to trust us, and so, here. (laughs) We're going to give you a little at a time, you know? Because a lot at a time would just add to the stress, even if it's good, right? It just, it adds. So these are just little things to like kind of make your life easier when you move into that state of flow and that state of trust. So I hope that this all made sense. (laughs) I kind of rambled, but um, I just reflected on this on Friday and I was like, I really think that this could be beneficial for other people to hear, you know? I mean, I really wanted this podcast to be a, a point of, like, teaching to a degree, but also 
a place for me to share things that I experienced because first of all, it's hard for me to be vulnerable with people. (laughs) So this is also a test for me. But second of all, I think that by hearing real world experiences, you learn a lot more than, um, you know, hearing things theoretically. So I feel that it's my place to, to tell you those things. And, um, yeah, I hope that this will benefit somebody or at least enjoy (laughs) the story and, I will talk to you all in the next episode.